there's now a film coming out this week on the 20th of february i believe lone survivor um, which is a very interesting film indeed um there have been a number of these sort of uh well i guess the most famous ones black hawk down um that tend to take a more military focus um than they say something like syriana which takes a more political focus as a film and Black Hawk Down, I actually thought, was uh, a very good film. Um, and the only area it really fell down was... What, I never think that Ridley Scott's films are very intelligent, and whenever it tried to get into politics, it was very clunky and ham-fisted. Well, Lone Survivor doesn't really bother with any of that. It's probably the most on-the-ground film regarding uh, this kind of endeavour that I've seen. Um, Hurt Locker also never really bothered itself with politics but it did involve sentimentality very clumsily um, but this film starring Mark Wahlberg focuses on a unit sent behind enemy lines in Afghanistan and it's all true um, uh, it was called where is it oh it's a navy failed navy seal or, uh, operation red wing um, which happened in I think 2000 and oh it doesn't say the exact date but it's based on the book of the same name um, and it was about a four-man reconnaissance team sent behind uh, enemy lines to track Taliban leader Ahmad Shah, who was obviously a real person. Um, and Mark Wahlberg, I know, crops up as a producer in quite a lot of films these days. So he's branching out as a, like a baby Tom Cruise or something. Um, and it follows them when they try and locate this uh, Taliban warlord who they think is a high up. Uh, person that they need to, to bring into custody or execute more likely um, and they come across some sheep herders or goat herders and they're then presented with a, a dilemma which is um, if we don't kill these people they're going to go and tell on us and we are in a hell of a lot of trouble and in reality I wasn't that impressed by their humanity um, I'm not sure if they played it up in the film but these people also um, had radios with them and stuff like that so there was a suspicion that they weren't just or uh, they may have uh, been at the very best uh, spies because they were obviously wandering the hills all day long. Um, but they go through a sequence which is allegedly one fabricated part of the story and the military have said that they would never ever do this anyway where they weigh up whether to shoot these people and run to bring them with them or tie them up and run. Or leave. Um, they actually decide, and this is a bit I couldn't get my head around, not to tie them up in case they were left there indefinitely, but letting them go in the way they did, they were obviously hunted down very quickly, and they were hunted down by a lot of people. And the story unfolds from there, and it is no plot. It is following on-the-ground battle sequence, and for that it is peerless. Um, most of the movie is following what happens and you are in the unit with these guys. Taylor Kitsch is another guy who I've got a lot of time for. He seems to be the kiss of death with the box office. He was in Battleships. He was in John Carter, uh, the lead actor in both. And I've always liked him. I've always thought he's got a lot of personality. He's got an interesting character. Um, and he seems to have attached himself to a number of bombs. Um, but this hasn't. This Lone Survivor's done exceptional box office. It's been a massive hit in America already. Whether that will translate to worldwide box office, given its very American theme, um, and him, he's joined by Ben Foster and um, Emil Hirsch, and those four guys are all great actors and people are uh, really cool in films. Um, 
The one sad point is Eric Banner. Eric Banner turns up as a character I've seen him play before. Um, he's essentially the same character that he played in Black Hawk Down, albeit a promoted one. Um, and I mentioned the comparisons with Black Hawk Down. This is a much less stylized film than Ridley Scott's film. And where that film tried to delve into the internal politics of Africa and us meddling in those countries, and from the point of view of us being noble West Wing style uh, presidential sort of, um, you know, being sincere and actually trying to help when obviously the reverse is pretty much true all of the time. Um, this one doesn't, and it's really a stronger film for it. It doesn't give you anything. Um, it just it just tells the story. It doesn't try and manipulate you into believing that we're doing the right thing over there or the wrong thing or anything. It just follows these four guys as they go on this adventure, which is one of the most brutal bone-snapping and bloodthirsty two hours of movie making you'll see it is very difficult to watch um and that's its that's its biggest plus i feel is that it shows the carnage on the ground that actually happened unflinchingly and it does hurt and you see these guys rolling down hillsides and clattering into cliff faces and having bullets fly through them and it all smacks of realism it really does and um i won't spoil a film if you don't know the story but it is it's public record so but there is one uh, moment when they uh, a large group of i think marines i'm not sure try and rescue them which is pretty jaw-dropping that this actually happened and um it all parades down to a very miserable finish uh, and you can look up the details of what actually happened and as far as they're recorded the film does pretty much stick to them like glue um it's a great looking film it uses uh, i think somewhere in america for the afghan hills um, I'm just seeing if I can see when exactly it was supposed to have taken place. Unfortunately not. That's weird that it wouldn't have the uh, the details of, of when it actually took place. Peter Berg's not a director I'm familiar with, so I can't really tell you a great deal about it. But um, everyone in the film is is very strong. It's, it's almost all the four guys in the field. There's a couple of scan backs to people like Eric Banner, doing the same thing they normally do but that really doesn't matter too much the music's by explosions in the sky which is really interesting uh, with steve jablonski uh, and explosions in the sky are a fantastic uh, band when they started very sort of uh, mogwai sort of cigaros instrumental band with all these sort of very quiet passages and very loud passages but it's a it's been a very big box office hit for a film that is so austere ascetic and offers you nothing, no female character, no love interest, no plot really, other than survival. Um, Mark Wahlberg does a great job as the lead guy, and every one of those main guys goes through torture, really, uh, in, the, in their performances, and they're all very strong. So, although it's limited in scope, um, it's I never felt this was gung-ho or America, yeah. I never felt any of those things from that film. I thought it was... Um, genuinely put together and it stuck to its own guns uh, no pun intended so i'm going to give lone survivor which is out on the 20th which is a thursday uh, which possibly is today if you're listening on thursday uh, i'm going to give it an eight out of ten it's just very strong film um there you go and later on in the show i'm going 